Jeremiah 3.15, And I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Welcome to the podcast of the Kadesh Family Church, Newark Branch, a place where Jesus resides. Our main goal and purpose is to provide the solid foundation of Bible-based teachings for our day-to-day living. Preached to you by our residing pastor, Reverend Dr. Charles Osset. We hope you are blessed by the Word of God, and may your life never be the same. Hallelujah. Nothing is impossible. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Fantastic. Well, Jolene, your dance was powerful. And I had your request. The only thing is that today I have in our midst a professional film and dancing critic. <laughs> so I'll wait for her opinion on it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. I'm not talking about international, okay? Film and critic, somebody who knows distance. Hallelujah. Amen. But I, I was impressed. But I don't know, he said what? When Her- what? Herodias' daughter. Uh huh. Have the kingdom. And then she went to ask, so who, who, who's, my, who's your mother that you're going to ask? <laughs> and whose head are you going to request? <laughs> and whose head are you going to request? <laughs> well, they said, bless his head. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. What a blessing. Hallelujah. We've been studying about the prophet has declared that this year is the year of the shepherd. Amen. Hallelujah. So we really have to understand this very well. Why this whole shepherd thing is important. Amen. Hallelujah. And I pray that you'll be a good shepherd. Hallelujah. You know, why is always important? Why is always important? And intelligent people ask questions. Hallelujah. Like I'll share with you last week, when you understand things, you do it better. Hallelujah. When you understand things, you do it better. Amen. It's not everything you have to understand. Some things you have to do. You understand later. But generally, when you understand things, you do it better. Hallelujah. Because people say, why a shepherd? Why a shepherd? Why a shepherd? What is all the shepherd nonsense? <laughs> I remember when the church began originally in the medical school. We were meeting in the can- canteen. And they, it was all about shepherding. So after church, we say shepherd me, shepherd me. So some of the professors, you know, if, if you know the Ghana Medical School, the, the, the floors or the hospital, the, the wards, are just opposite the school. So from the school, you can walk to the ward, you know. So some of these professors have been heading, there's a new church that has been forming it. Every day, shepherd, sheep, shepherd, sheep, shepherd, sheep. So they started making fun of us. So when, they, when you go to that church, like those who are in the church, 
when you go to the floor to do your rotation, as soon as you are you a shepherd or a sheep? <laughs> it was a joke among the professors. Is are you a shepherd or a sheep? You understand? That, that, that is how, and I'm saying that, you see, I'm saying that that is the foundation of the church. The church was built on the foundation of shepherd, raising shepherds to work for God. Amen. Hallelujah. That's why, as way back, it was a, a joke among the professors. When they see when they, when they ask you a question, they, they will ask you a medical question that you cannot answer. They say, hey, are you a shepherd or a sheep? <laughs> Hallelujah. But you know, it's important. Hallelujah. That we, we understand this concept. And why is it very important? Psalm 95, verse 6 to 7. Psalm 95, verse 6 to 7. It says, oh, come. Let us worship and bow down. Hallelujah. Let us kneel before the Lord our maker. Hallelujah. For he is our God. And we are the people of his pasture. And the snakes of his hand. And the what? And the what? Read the Bible. And the what? And the what? And the what? And the sheep of his pasture. Hallelujah. Come, let us bow down. Let us kneel before our maker, the Lord, our, the Lord our maker. For he is our God. And we are the people of his pasture. And the sheep of his hand. Hallelujah. So, so far as God is concerned, God sees us as sheep. And God wants us to be sheep. Hallelujah. God classifies as sheep. And, and if you are in a church, you are either a sheep or a shepherd. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? And it's important for you to be a sheep because it is only sheep who need shepherds. Hallelujah. He says we are the sheep, not the goats. Because some people are goats. And some people are deers. Hallelujah. Some people are deers. Hallelujah. And, and worse still, some people are snakes. Don't go there. But the only people who are entitled to shepherding are sheep. So if you are in a church and you don't behave like a sheep, don't expect a shepherd. We are the sheep of his pasture. Hallelujah. Amen. And if you if you want to know what a sheep is, one time I was driving by, there was a little zoo on it's a little zoo, it's not even a big zoo, on um, when you are going to uh, on West Orange. One day I was bored, so I drove there in my boredom. I was, I was working in Barnabas, so I drove there. I had a, I drove there. And that is when I saw, the, when they put it, usually when they put the animals, they have labels and they talk where they are. So this, that's where I saw a definition of a sheep. Like when they say a horse, then they will define what a horse is. Next time we get to go there, you see all the, all the animals, they put there and they will write the definition. A turtle, what a turtle is. Then we'll talk about the certain characteristics of the animal. So when I go to the place where they have a sheep, then they, there they say a sheep. 
Okay? Definition, a docile mammal, fully dependent on a leader. Wow. That's a sheep. Fully. Fully dependent on a leader. Docile and mammal, fully dependent on a leader. That's how they define a sheep over there. Hallelujah. So you are only a sheep. You see, see, so there's a sheep behavior. And God wants his children to be sheep. Not snakes. Sheep depends on their leader. Snakes are independent. The day a snake is born, it doesn't know the mother. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Snakes don't. They do, there's no breastfeed, nothing. They won. The mother goes here, goes here. <laughs> That's a snake. That's a snake. They don't know their mother. No, no, they don't relate at all. In fact, in fact, unlike rats, they say when you see one rat here, there's a lot of rats around. When you see one snake, there's usually not another snake. They are very independent. Very hardly will you see a bunch of snakes together. The day they are born, they disappear. They have their own independence. I mean, they don't know their mother. They don't know their father. Just on your own. Are you hearing me? And so if you are in a church and you are so independent, you run on your own agenda. You cannot be controlled. You, I mean, you pass here, you pass here. You see, and your, your movement is, you know, there's something called serpentine. Not straightforward. Your movement is serpentine. You see, because that's the thing about the snake. The snake can be here, you'll you never know. Yeah. Serpentine. You cannot, you see, you see, you see you, are, you, you, you don't expect a shepherd. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. And, 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 and another thing about snakes, snakes is that another thing about snakes is that you cannot trust them. Why? No, 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 no. A snake, no. In fact, if you look through, if you remember even in the news, most animal handlers who have been handling animals have been killed by their own snakes. Mm. It's true. Yes. From the, the guy, the one in Australia, what's his name? Crocodile Dundee. Whatever his name is. Steve Bowen. In, 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 other words, in other words, no matter how long you handle a snake or how much you think you know it or you have helped the snake, one day it will bite you. Are you hearing me? No matter how much you have fed the snake and care for it, one day it will bite you. I do remember our zoology professor, Barry Hughes, that's why he died. Zoology was the study of animals. And he used to teach us one of the lectures in medical school was standing about snakes. They would tell the difference between the cobras and the vipers. What is a cobra? What is a viper? Neurotoxin and hematotoxin. And every time when you go for the lecture, they, have the, they used to have the snakes in the cages. 
So she would take, I mean, he, he, he had been doing it for years. So he had become comfortable with the snakes. Comfortable, quote unquote, comfortable. So when you go for the lecture, he will hold it, listen. Then he will take the snake out. Then he will open one of the things he's sure that the only animal with a bifid tongue, two tongue, is a snake. So when you have two tongues, you're also a snake. I'm trying to tell you why you cannot be shepherded because sometimes you have two tongues. Because shepherding is for sheep. Next time you see a snake, see, it has a bifid tongue. That's the only. Bi two tongues. That's a snake. That's the only mama animal that has two tongues. Split like this. So your tongue is two. You say this to this person, you say this to the person. Two tongues. So he would take the snakes out, they will show us. Two. So this is it. Then he, sometimes there's a way of getting the venom, you know. And he had been he has been doing this for many years at the medical school for years. He's an Australian guy. When we finished medical school, little ahead of Barry Hughes is dead. And that's what happened. So one day, one of the same snakes. One day, one of the same snakes that he has been using to teach us. Who he has become comfortable with. So, a characteristic of a snake is that after a lot has been done for you, one day you bite. Double tongue, you bite. You are independent. Nobody knows anything about you. I once asked a, I once asked a sister, what does your husband do? That's how... So husbands are snakes. So doesn't do so. He's a, he's a businessman. So I ask, what business does he do? That's one, two, one, two, one, two. And, 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 and she wasn't lying. She didn't really know what the husband does. <laughs> the guy does one, two, one, two. The wife, even though she was living with the man, he never knew what the man was doing. He does one, two, one, two. Yeah. Hallelujah. But the Bible says that we are the sheep. Hallelujah. And let me tell you something. There is more protection for a sheep than for a snake. More. The thing about a snake that when you show up, you'll be killed. Yes. But a sheep, there's more protection. Hallelujah. Amen. That is why God said that you are the sheep of my pasture. Depend on me. Trust me. Don't look. If you have, those of you who have ever had a sheep farm before, is anybody who has read animals before? You have read animals before? Not chicken, sheep and goat. You have that. Oh, Fred. Yeah, you see, if, if, you, if, you, if you, when you open in the morning, when you open the gate, when you open the gate and they come out like this, you said they all come out in the same manner. They all follow the, the leap. They, like they always follow the leader. They're always excited. They follow the leader. Very dependent. Yes, and there's a protection for being dependent on God. That is why 
David described said that David raised up sheep. So he, under, he, underst- he understood how secure sheep are with a good shepherd. That's why he said that the Lord is my shepherd. Hallelujah. So it's very dependent, it's very important for you to have a sheep-like attitude when it comes to the things of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Sheep-like attitude. So that you have a shepherd. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So he said that we are the sheep of his pasture. And that's how God sees us. Amen. amen. I said amen. amen. So in Matthew chapter 9, verse 36. In Matthew chapter 9, verse 36, the Bible says that, but when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted and were scattered abroad. As what? This is how God sees us. As sheep having what? Hallelujah. When he saw, and I was sharing with you last week that you see, your observation, your observation always depends on your interest. You understand what I said? I said the things you observe always depends on the things you are interested in. Yeah. That is why two people can be in the same area who see different things. Everything is based on your interest. Hallelujah. Like I said, when politicians see crowd, they see votes. They see votes. Buta. Oh yeah. When they come and see church with a large crowd, immediately they start, hallelujah. They don't say hallelujah. They don't say hallelujah. But trust this. They come and see a large crowd. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. They, they don't understand Hallelujah. But that's what they see. They see votes. So they align. Yeah. When people, you see, last week, I preached, after I finished, when I got out here, some guy was standing out here soliciting for tax. Uh, <laughs> tax prep. Did you meet, you meet him? You met him too, right? Aha. Uh-huh. Why, why am I saying that? You see, it depends on your interest. Why, as I'm standing here and I'm seeing a sheep to pastor, when he came here and saw all of you, your black face said, Ah! A bunch of immigrants. That's preparation. <laughs> That's what he saw. He saw a bunch of immigrants who, don't, who needs somebody to prepare their tax. I told the guy, listen to me. I have my own tax preparer. Do you even know how much I earn that I should tell you? <laughs> I don't even know you. What are your credentials? But do you understand what I'm saying? Please don't fall for those guys. Oh. Do not. I'm telling you, I'm your pastor. Do not. Hallelujah. This is not a house of business. Amen. Get, get, go with somebody you know. Hallelujah. Yeah. But that is, you see, I'm trying to see like your interest makes you hard to observe. That's what he saw. He saw like, hey, tax from this one, tax from this one, tax from this one, tax from this one, 200, 200, 200, 200. Money, 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 
Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. So it, it depends on your interest. Yeah. You can go to a ceremony. Like I said, I can go to a ceremony. I can go to a wedding with my wife. I'll come back. I will not remember what the bride wore. I don't remember. She said, do you remember? I said, I don't remember. And what is even worse is when I, she does not come with me and I come. And she asked me, how was the wedding? I said, it was fine. <laughs> I said, what do you mean it was fine? I said, it was fine. There was a, a bride, a groom, a preacher, and a kiss. What else do you want from my wedding? <laughs> what bridesmaid's color? What was the bride wearing? What the, I said, I do not remember. Yeah. My interest was different. Yeah. So, so what I'm trying to say is that what you observe is dependent on your interest. Yeah. What you observe. That is why anytime you travel, Bishop, you'll you be amazed. I mean, they only see more so. He sees churches. As soon as you probably know how many churches are here. But you will remember how many more are here. He doesn't remember most. He doesn't remember whether I was a mall here or a mall here. He's my, he's, are there churches here? Is there church here? Because everything depends on your interest. Yeah. Like some of you, you are more conscious. I was talking to somebody yesterday, uh, last week. He has moved to a new place. I said, oh, you say, it's not like New York. I said, wait, wait, he mentioned a mall. I said, it's a big mall. I said, oh, no, it's not like New York mall. <laughs> Well, the more that he has been to, so far as I'm concerned, it's a very big more. I said, what, what do you want in life that you cannot find? I said, no, 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 no. It's not the same as Macy's on Fifth Avenue. Or on Herald Square. But me. So far as I'm concerned, a mall is a mall. You go, you pick something, you go out. So everything depends on your interest. Hallelujah. And when Jesus, when he saw the crowd, he saw sheep. He saw people who are fainting, who are scattering. Because he's interested in the salvation of people. Hallelujah. Amen. Everything depends on your interest. What do you observe? Some people come to the church, what they see is fine girls. Mm. <laughs> 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 I'm going to Fine girls in the church. Pa. That's what they see. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You come. You are fine guests here. We did. <laughs> we are waiting for you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. But when he saw, he saw sheep scattered abroad, fainted. Because, not, not because there was no prophet. Not, not because there was no evangelist. Not because there was no teacher. But there was no what? There was no what? Shepherd. There was no what? Shepherd. So the lack of shepherds lead people to scatter. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, and I'm, let's look at it carefully. You know, I want us to understand that the word shepherd, okay? What I said, pastor, bishop, see, the word, sometimes the word defines the profession very well. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Because you see, when you say pastor, people have all sorts of money. Everybody in their definition of a pastor. Everybody and their definition of a pastor. 
When somebody, somebody says, somebody says, I'm a pastor, he says, I'm a man of God. Yeah, I'm a man of God. I'm going to drive a certain car. Somebody was telling me, oh, you know, a pastor has to drive, dress a certain way and drive a certain car. I said, then you won't get me. Then you will not get me. See, you know, you have to drive a certain car and drive a certain way so that people will know you're a man of God. I said, no, no, then you will not get me. Listen to me. I don't need to prove myself to you. At all. I know who I am. I say, I know who I am. <laughs> that thing of trying to aff- get affirmation by, you know, no, no, I've grown past that long ago. <laughs> long ago. Hallelujah. Yeah. So he was saying that. I said, How do you even get it? How do I even get to the pastor? Huh? The word pastor, so everybody in the room is a pastor. When you say I'm a prophet, do you understand? It's like, Yeah, I'm this guy who's very mystical. See, so those things sometimes they, 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 they sort of sway our, our, our attention from the real job. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Those names and titles sometimes sway our attention from the real job. Hallelujah. But when you hear the word shepherd, it immediately tells you that somebody who takes care of sheep. Hallelujah. So, so, so let us now stay in tune. So whether it's a bishop, a pastor, a prophet, Jesus, Jesus called himself, I am the good shepherd. The title he took himself was a shepherd. I am a good shepherd. You see, when you carry that title as a shepherd, you are conscious that your duty is to look after sheep. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, immediately. Not, not, uh, see, all those are good, but they, sometimes the name can deceive you. Hallelujah. Amen. So he said, I'm the shepherd. I have no shepherd. Sheep have no shepherd. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So we, so, we, we need to be conscious that where there's no shepherd, the sheep scatter. Where there's no shepherd, the sheep faint. Hallelujah. Amen. And, <clears throat> you know, somewhere in your development as a Christian, you cannot remain a sheep forever. At a point, you also have to become a shepherd. Hallelujah. Now, what do I do as a shepherd? Look. Very simple. Very, very simple. A shepherd is someone who takes care of sheep. Is that simple? And all, what does the sheep need? All that the sheep needs is love, care, and guidance. Love. Say after me. Love. Care. And guidance. Can't you offer this to somebody? Don't yeah. think about it. it it's, it's, what was that? it's not love. Love. See, you say you don't have love. You don't have love. Look at the amount of love you exhibit towards that boy. You saw love. I mean, you don't, you look at the amount of love you exhibited towards that boy. Even when it was obvious that when it was 
that woman was there, you acted that you didn't see. Love. You don't know love. You say you don't know love. You don't know how to love. You act like you don't know how to love. Boy. How many? I mean, I mean, contrary to every advice and every counsel, you acted like you have no head. <laughs> I'm preaching to you. Hey, you tell me you don't know love. You tell me you don't know love. When everything was pointed to you that this is wrong, you acted like you have no head. And even when the mistake was pointed at you, you said a love covers a multitude of sins. <laughs> is wrong. He said, don't worry. This is my cross. This is, this is said, take up your cross. I will carry this cross. I will carry this cross. I will carry this cross. <laughs> yes! No matter, you tell me you don't know love? You said, no matter what they say, this is my cross. I will carry it. Yes! What love don't you know? You say you don't know love? You say you don't know love? I mean, a brother told a sister that look, I will I will give my heart to you and use a battery. <laughs> yes! As you say, I love you so much, I will give my heart to you and use a battery. <laughs> Yes! I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. It's a battery. <laughs> I'll give you my heart and use a battery. That's what I told that girl. Yeah, I'll give you my heart and use a battery. You say you don't know love? You say you don't know love? Yeah. Once, once, once I was, it wasn't even a wedding, it was an engagement. And when the brother got up, I was the pastor. When the brother got up, he looked at the sister and said, look, all along, I knew there was a light in me, which was dark. And you had a switch. So when I met you, the light came on. You had a switch for the heart. <laughs> there was light was there, but it was dim. And I needed a switch. And when I met you, the light came on. You had a switch to the light of my heart. Hey! This was my own years ahead. I said, hey! This brother has rubs. <laughs> you had a switch. What? You said you had a switch. You know, there's a light here, but the light is dim. She was the switch. When I saw you, the light came on. You say you don't know love? Hey. Yes. 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 You can love somebody. Hallelujah. You can love somebody. The way God loved us. It's, it's not, it's, you, I'm, t- I'm trying to tell you that you have love. That's right. I'm trying to tell you I have love. That's right. Everybody has love. There's yes. nobody who's in me. I don't love. Everybody has love. Yes. 
It's who, it's who you apply the love to. But as for love, oh, you have love. You have, them. you have some love in you. Yeah. It's a question of who are you willing to share your love with somebody or who you share your love with. But as for love, you have love. Yeah. Hey. Oh, raps. Love. You make promises. Can tell somebody that I'll give you my father's citizen. I'll give you my father's bank account. Look, people have also embattled. I knew in school, I knew a guy. He wasn't rich, his father was not rich. But his friend's father was rich. But he, this guy's father was not rich. But he has raps. Wow. <laughs> but his friend's father was very rich. We're all in school. And the, 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 his friend, whose father was rich, had a, had a girlfriend from, from the Gambia. Or a lady, somebody he knew from Gambia. And the lady came to Accra to come and visit. Then this is my friend. This is our friend, whose father is not rich, was the one who, who I mean, they want to meet the girl at the airport. Can you believe that this boy told the girl that his father owns Kodoka International Airport? If you are talking about somebody who can rap and lie, So the girl was now told whether she go with him out with him or whatever. And almost left the real rich boy and went for this guy. Kotoka International Airport. That's what he said. I mean, the last time he was in Texas, he has come to rob somebody and taking the... He has the skills. <laughs> yeah. Are you hearing me? You have love. Care. You say you don't care? You have care. I mean, look at the way you care for your children. Look at the way you care for your children. You care for your children. Look at the sacrifice you make. The efforts you make for your children. I mean, it's amazing. How much you care for your children? You are so much. I mean, your whole life, you you sacrifice. You put this. You put this on hold in your life because of your children. Yeah. See, you don't care. You don't. That's how much care is this? Look at the care you show towards you, and there's nothing wrong with it. But I'm telling you, you have some care. I mean, to your, you see, you see, and what I'm trying to say that it is good to have that care, but it should not only be for your own. Some women came scared so much for their children that to the detriment of their father. Oh, oh yes. wait, wait. <laughs> wait. Oh, yeah. Wait. And, 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 and I'm saying it. The care is so much for the children to the detriment of the father. It's like the children are everything. What the children do, 
you jump. When you make you jump, the man can scream you here. <laughs> I said the man can scream you here. But the children don't know you here. Hey! Yes! That's how much you, I mean, come on. Come on. Breastfeeding, and this boy he doesn't only really suck the breast. You know, so how some boys are. <laughs> <laughs> this, 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 this one year was not this, you know, it's of sucking the breast. The father was so angry. He just went around and go, take your hand off. You are only supposed to suck. I'm supposed to squeeze. <laughs> because the man is tired. I mean, care, care for the children. Everything is about the child. Care for the children. Care for the children. When the child is sick, you can take time off for one week. The husband can have flu and die. We tell him, go to CVS. <laughs> Go to CVS and go and get yourself some night care. Yeah. Yeah. Care. You have that care. And you sure you can exhibit that same care towards God's children. Care for somebody. Care for somebody. You see, it's very important. Care for somebody. Amen. Amen. Guidance. Guidance. You know a thing or two. You see, I'm sharing this with you because you see, everybody can be a shepherd. If I have to guide, if, see, even though I'm the pastor here, all of you can be shepherds. When people come, somebody, you can guide somebody. You can direct somebody. You can talk to somebody about a career, how to become a shepherd. You can be guidance. People are lost. They need guidance. And you know enough to guide somebody. Don't be too concerned about yourself. You know enough to direct somebody. 
Learn to care for others. Amen. You know enough. You could guide somebody. Yes. People are lost. People are looking for solutions in all the wrong places. See, and sometimes, let me tell you something. Sometimes the best counsel, and listen to me carefully, sometimes the best counsel or guidance you can give somebody is from your own mistakes. From your own mistakes. From your own mistakes. If you're a good shepherd, you should be able to look, this is the mistake I made, so don't go here. That's actually the best guidance. Sometimes your mistakes are meant to become a lesson for somebody. Yeah. You made a mistake, but somebody can benefit from it. That's actually good. To me, I found that was one of the best guidance. The things that the mistakes you made. You should be able to point somebody out, this is what I did. Look, you should be able to look. Hey, if I knew how to talk to a man, I would not have been divorced though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You should be able to talk to a young lady and say, look, the way you are throwing your hand around your husband, this is what I did though. This is exactly what I did I'm single. So I am warning you, if you don't want to be like me, stop throwing your fingers around. That makes you a good shepherd. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. You should be able to tell somebody, look, the way you are not going to school, be careful. That's exactly what I did. Come and see me now. If I knew what I knew then, I would not have that mistake. So please, take it from me. That's, that's, when, that's when you use that statement. Take it from me. That look, this thing, that's what I did. That's why I ended up here. So please, just take it from me. If I had gone to school when I was told. By the way, Dr. Agbo. <laughs> yes. Are you hearing me? That's guidance. That's guidance. You see your experience to guide somebody. That makes you a good shepherd. That makes you, you care. It might be, but, you see, but because you are wicked, that is why you want the person to follow, suffer the same fate. So that you can get a companion. But you are wicked. You are wicked. You should guide somebody. Especially from your own mistakes. Because that one is a life experience. Yes. You should be able to tell that. Like, Listen to me. The brother that says she's like, you take it like that. Too. That brother that says he's interested in you, take him like that. That's what I did. I keep on saying, I don't like, I don't like, I don't like. Now look at me. Nobody's coming again. <laughs> Preaching, he said, Hey, this show I don't like, I don't like, I've done before. Mm-hmm. I have done this, I don't like, I don't like. So, listen to me the one that is coming, take him like that. Yeah. Nothing better is coming. This is it. Hey, I'm preaching. He said, This I don't like, I don't like, I've done it before. I did it before, I've done it before. Now, look at me. Yeah. One, 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 one uh, lady, godly woman, was having marriage counseling with a young woman. And he was telling them, Look. He said, Look, your husband, as he's approaching to you, approaching, approaching you, be happy about it, too. He said, Be happy. Don't, don't see it as a border. Rather, you should, you should, you should praise God. <laughs> 
as he keeps on coming, praise God. After he's done, say thank you, your majesty. <laughs> and do you know why she was saying that? Do you know why she was saying that? He said, look. He said, look. I used to get angry with my husband. Because every time I'm in the kitchen, I'm doing something, she come and touch me, touch me, touch me. I, say, I don't like it. I don't like it. And it used to irritate me. He said, when I touch her, I'm angry. I used to get angry. I used to get irritated because when I'm cooking, she will not leave me alone. She will be touching me all over the place. And I used to get angry that I don't like it. But now, do you know what she was saying? I said, no. Her husband has a stroke. He said, I, so, I, I can't even, can't touch. He can't even touch. He said, said, sometimes I miss him so much that I carry his hand and put it on me. (laughs) So now that he can touch me, happy. I'm preaching. I say, I'm preaching. Let all the wives say, You're looking up. Be happy. (laughs) Be happy. Be happy. Be happy that a hand with all the median and the honor and the Scapula and the obturator is touching. <laughs> moving to get this thing moving and touching you. This is <laughs> that's guidance. You are you are a better counselor sometimes with your own experience. You are actually a better counselor sometimes with your own experience. And if you love people, you will share your bad experience with them. It's only when you don't like people that you want them to be like you. Yeah. I've made mistakes in my life. And if you sit down with me, I'll tell you the mistakes I made. So that you don't do the same thing. I'll tell you. I'll tell you the mistakes I made. So that you don't repeat it. Hallelujah. You, you just have to get close to me. I'll tell you. Don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. What I was telling you, I was very close to my tongue. Look, this don't do. Mm-hmm. I won't tell you what I told you, but I told you, this don't do. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's never those who are close, I'm telling you. <laughs> tell you this don't do. Hey. Don't do. Watch out. I told him, like, yeah, no, this don't do. Don't do. Mm. I'll tell you. <laughs> Did you tell you? <laughs> Say, don't do. Because, you see, I want him to do well. And therefore, the mistakes I've made, I'm trying to avoid That's navigating. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. That's what makes you a good shepherd. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. Have, you, have you made mistakes before? Huh? Yes. Have you made mistakes before? A lot. A lot. So can you guide somebody with your mistakes? Yes. Yeah, that makes you a good shepherd. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, you see, we must... Tell your neighbor, I will guide you by my mistakes. Say the mistakes I made. I will not let you repeat it. I bet you a good shepherd. That's actually that's guidance. Hallelujah. Yeah. When I see the children here like that, I am my eyes are on them. Some of you parents, some of you mothers, you should, you should use the mistakes you made raising up your child. To guide somebody from raising their child. So look, this is the way I treated this. Whether he has become like this, or I don't want your child to become like my son. So, <laughs> it's serious. You should be 
able to tell him, no, no, no. I mean, this, this, I say, this is the way I treated this my son. That's why he has become like this. And I don't want your son to become like my son. Yeah. You should be able to tell somebody you love. That is when I needed to collect my son, I allowed him to join all sorts of groups, basketball, gym, band, camp, and, and, and this is how he has become. So please, this is your son who is so interested in this camp. I'm warning you, don't allow him. Because this is what I allowed my son to do, and this is what he has become. So I am using as an example that do not allow your son to go this way. Hallelujah. Yeah. Best counselor. His own life. And I tell you, you know, one time I was talking to somebody. There was a medical issue. You know, even medically, medically. There was a medical issue, and Bishop called me. Then he asked me, Nosh, so what do you think? Then I rattled the textbook management for him. He was called by somebody. Somebody we were asking an opinion about a case. Then I said, "Oh, the recommendation is A, B, C, D, E." So you asked me about an opinion because sometimes we talk a medical opinion. So he, can, he was trying to help somebody. Then he asked me one thing. He said, "If it was you, what would you do?" Then I began to think. You see, rattling up the book is different. But if it is you. Is you. Yes. If you are the patient, what will you do? Will you go for this type of treatment? Then I began to think. It's easy to tell somebody when you are, but when is it? And, and, and I said, why do you ask me? He said, look, the best way to help somebody is to put yourself in that person's situation. Yes. Always. Yeah. Because I was giving him the textbook definition for the person. But if it is you, what would you do? That is why you see somebody who said that, look, for me to go for this century to be important, I will live and rather die. Hey. Yeah. So, 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 sometimes you see, and I said, this is, so I asked him, why do you say that? Is the, sometimes when you want to get better and put yourself in the person's situation, you can read things off paper. Yeah. So before you curse somebody, don't listen to your heart. If it was you, what would you do? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Tell him about be a good shepherd. Yeah, that is And he says, so you see, and why is it important? You see, let's close. You see, why is it important to be a shepherd? Okay, so far, so far as the Lord is concerned, to feed the sheep. See, in, 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 in uh, John chapter 21, John chapter 21, when you read the account, maybe from the beginning, look at, okay, let's, let's read, it's a very long story, but we'll read it. I said, if it was you, what will you do? If it was you, tell your neighbor, if it was you, what will you do? Look, that was the best advice you can say. Look, if you want to advise anybody, always put yourself in that position. Yeah. 
So before he said, ah, no, no, no. If, 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 if he doesn't bring the cloth, don't marry him. If it was your daughter, what would you do? Before, so, so if you were, if, if the girl was your daughter, would you say that if he doesn't have the clothes, you marry him? You say if it was your daughter, you go and buy the cloth from the back, back door and bring it so that you can't marry. But because somebody has daughter, oh, if he doesn't bring the laptop, don't marry him. If it was you, what would you do? John, the Bible said that, let's, let's look at, we are closing. After this things, Jesus, Jesus himself after this things, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. And on this one, showed he himself. This is how Jesus appeared. They were together, Simon Peter and Thomas called Didymus, and Nathaniel of Canaan and Galilee, and the sons of Zebedee, and two other disciples. Look at all these guys. Simon Peter said unto them, I go fishing. Peter wasn't well. Oh, Peter. Jesus had been with you. When he, he died, he resurrected in the upper room. He came there and you couldn't. And he asked Tom, um, in the, when you were gathered, Thomas said, Lord, I don't believe it. When he came first, Thomas was not there. Then the second time he came, and th Thomas said, I don't believe you unless I touch. And he touched. So you have seen him twice. A dead man that you have seen twice. Who has told you to go and wait? After I say, I'm go fishing. Peter, I go fishing. I go fishing. See, that's why I come to see that there's a difference between and when people don't love. You see, there's when people don't love, no matter what you give them, it's go to waste. I'm telling you, the key is love. Peter, Peter, what, have you, what miracle have you seen? Love, a dead man has come and talked to you twice. I'm going fishing. I go fishing. They sold him. We also go with him. Hey, this is another mistake. <laughs> you, not, you don't have a plan of your own. I'm, so, you see, the fact that someone is ahead of you, that means you, know, you should follow their foolishness. So, you may have come to meet the person in the church, but the person is not spiritual. Find your own path. Just find your own path. We go with him. We also, they went forth and entered into the ship immediately. Look at how quickly. Immediately. They entered the ship immediately. When it is your own agenda, you do it with speed. Hey! Hey. But why is this church who hey. procrastinate? Hey. Immediately. And that night, of course, that's what happened. They caught zero. Uh -huh. That night, they caught zero. zero. And do you know why? The fish, God made them all. And God was saying, Are you Peter? I have taught you three years. I have prayed for you. You have denied me. I didn't mind you. I have risen up. I have shown myself twice to you. You still want to go and do your own thing. You catch zero. See, some, some, and, and, and please listen to me carefully. Sometimes the reason why you may not even do well in your secular business that because a lot has been put into spiritually. Now I'm talking to serious Christians. You are not like an, a new believer. Who doesn't know God well? So he's young. So God shows him a lot of mercy. But you, you know a lot. So, so to whom much is given, much is required. So sometimes the reason why you may not even do well, you catch nothing. It's because a lot of investment has gone into you. 
You have been, you were there when you were at Kabush place. You when we came here, you were here. You are here. You are still not a shepherd. You are still not teaching. That's why something about you is not working. A lot has gone into you. So you catch nothing. Yeah. You caught nothing. But when the morning was now come, Jesus stood at the shore. But the disciples knew not that it was Jesus. Then Jesus said unto them, Children, have ye any meat? <laughs> you know? 